so Woohoo! Come on and take a free ride, free ride. I don't think I'm singing this right. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, the Justice League is among us, Mike. It's here, finally <laughs> yeah, out in theaters. <laughs> Whether you want it or not. <laughs> yep, it's the split right down the middle uh, on, on that. We're watching the Incredibles 2 trailer live on the show. Mm-hmm. We've put that off. Deadpool also gives us a happy little teaser. <laughs> that we've already watched and more yeah and more oh man it's been a, a a busy week it's been a bit of a milestone for me uh i i hit my 30th birthday on thursday i'm officially an old man uh ow, but i ow, that I, hurts I, that hurts me. <laughs> but i i do feel a little comfort knowing that like what's the what's the age range that advertisers look for isn't it like eight, 18 or 18 to like 34 or something like yeah, that 25 to 34 is also another bracket yeah yeah, so I, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still important to to the media out there at least for a couple more years. So I, I'm a I'm a little happy there. But to to celebrate my 30th birthday, we went to me and my wife went to Disneyland, and for the first time, I went to the California Adventure side of the park, which requires a, a different ticket. They have like park hopper passes, so we got one of those. But uh, over there at California Adventure is the brand new spanking glittering shining tower that is mission breakout which is the guardians of the galaxy ride so which this, used this to is, be the tower of terror yes which revamped is, into guardians yes and the tower of terror I, I i was told is not even a disney property i guess they were shelling over money like every year for the rights to keep calling it tower of terror because i seems tower, like maybe it's like a universal or paramount property or something um, tower of terror is based on the twilight zone so whoever owns the twilight zone would would have that, that right yeah. yeah so that was converted i and i had never ridden uh that ride either so this was all fresh new experience to me uh but i knew it was going to be a drop ride i knew it was based kind of on a elevator type of functionality and the only type of rides i've been like on that before have been out like at big theme thrill parks where you go up in that like giant thing and this just drops you but there's no theme there's no theatrics around it it's just a straight uh uh, ride so but this was really cool i didn't really know what i was getting into um i knew that the even waiting in line is kind of cool because you get to th- get to think get to see the things that the collector has around his house uh-huh. I, I guess the the premise of the ride which is cool because i like when rides have a story is the the collector has kidnapped the guardians of the galaxy and he's basically selling tickets for people to come see them in their prisons so the people in line for the ride we are the the the, the spectators so there's like a there's like a cool kind of staging room that you go into that unveils more of the story. And I don't know, I'm kind of hesitant to unveil the story if you don't want to know. Uh, but there's a cool moment where uh, there's like an animatronic character in the room with you, which is kind of cool. That kind of sets it up a little bit. And basically, uh, when you leave the room, you enter another section of the line. But now you're on like a mission. You know that you're going up there to help break out the Guardians of the Galaxy. So... Um, uh, we get into the ride. We actually sit down in our seats, not knowing what's going to come yet. And uh, the the helpful the Disneyland person who's mm-hmm. dressed as one of um, the collector's employees, I guess, uh, asks if anyone has ridden this ride before. 
and uh, me and my wife were the only ones that didn't raise our hands. Oh, so we, so everyone's looking over at us like, oh, this is their first time. My wife is like freaking out because she's like terrified. So she's asking everybody around her, oh, is this ride scary? Is it intense? You know, is it like a far drop? And like the guy sitting next to her is just like, I'm not going to say anything. So we're just like, oh my God, they're being so coy with us. But it was, it's super fun because I wasn't expecting there to be like a theme song or a, a track to this. So I don't know if you know this, but there is uh, technically kind of four Guardians of the Galaxy mixtapes. So you have Guardians 1, Guardians 2, Guardians the Animated Series, and then there's a whole mixtape for this song. There's six songs that you could possibly get when you're on this ride. And I went and I listened to the playlist later uh, when we got home. And I think we got one of the best songs that I think fit the ride awesome, which was Free Ride by the, the Edgar Winter Group. Ironically, it was not free. <laughs> no, it's very expensive. Uh, but it was—it just felt like a big party, like because you're in this ride with a bunch of other people, and they're all in like in different rows. And then the, you know the elevator goes up, and these doors open. And every time you revisit these doors, because you go up and it drops you, then you go back up really fast, it drops you again. And every time you're you're visiting these doors periodically that open up, and you're seeing like a new screen where the guardians are doing something like breaking out of their mm-hmm. their prisons or something like that, trying to escape a monster and get out of there and the whole time uh like free rides playing everybody's screaming it just felt like this big thrill party it was great it's such a fun ride so um uh, it made my wife a little nauseous but uh that was like that the whole day um we needed to eat you know it's kind of weird you think it's contradictory to eat a big meal before you go on these thrill rides but just make sure you have like a, a, a satiated stomach or it's gonna get upset a lot easier but the ride was a thrill it's a blast i would go back strictly just for that ride rode a bunch of other rides so i won't belabor it anymore but mission breakout is a is a super fun ride (laughs) so i just have to ask do they turn the lights off when they drop you the first time um or do you see things when you drop um i'm trying to remember they the lights may have been turned off at a point i mean it was just it was just so crazy i couldn't remember a whole lot was going on but um because I, I think parts of it were turned off. Because yeah. we did the Tower of Terror in Florida for our honeymoon, mm-hmm. and I can't. Nope, never again. Um, <laughs> the, the photo of me in the back right corner, farthest corner away, like locked up. Like I had. <laughs> thinking back, I don't feel well on it, Mike. Uh, so uh, even I, even with Guardians themed, I'd probably be I, like, no. I, I think it. I actually think it might help because like that drop rides aren't my type of ride either. But I had a I had a blast on it. And if I ever drag you out to Disneyland out here on the West Coast, you are going on the ride. I'm not so. coming to Florida or California anymore. <laughs> Florida or California are off limits no, for me. I you can't got, go. You got to ride it. It's fun. If it makes you feel any better, it, it, the ride goes pretty quickly. So at least you're out of the torment. But right, but I won't I won't belabor it anymore. We got a lot of stuff to talk about on the show today. We don't even know what you've been up to. But real quick, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, super fan Jim out there. He reached out to me earlier this week. He said he was on the road and he actually witnessed like a pretty uh, scary car accident. So he had to stick around and give a give a um, uh, a report to the police that showed up on the scene. And he said he was really nervous. He was really shaken because I guess he was really close to it. But he said afterwards he got in his car. He put on our podcast and he said us uh, kind of bullshitting around about st- uh, about Star Wars uh, really helped him calm down his nerves. So I'm glad we could be there for you, Jim. Uh, we love hearing from you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I occasionally like hearing from Jim myself. I'm, me and him are at odds over our feelings of Justice League right now. Because <laughs> um, Jim did send us his review of Justice League, and uh, he, he said he liked it, um, which is probably a good segue into our news section here. We saw Justice League this weekend. Ooh, yeah, um, we did. And I got to go Thursday. Mike didn't go Thursday, so I'm, I'm proud of him for staying out of it until Friday. So. <laughs> um, we did do a review episode. 
um, just to kind of give you our, our vibe here. Um, I did not care for it. Um, <laughs> and I get someone asked me, I've not seen Thor. I've not seen justice league. What should I see Thor by a yeah. long shot? 100 100 <laughs> uh, if you're curious you know i would not pay full price for justice league if you can get it cheaper matinee and you you got to see it go matinee pricing it's two hours it doesn't take up your whole day you can get out of there if you're not if you're on the fence this is not a movie that's going to sway you either way so um yeah I, that's my thoughts on it yeah uh, the best way i could kind of uh put it was my wife came up with a really great analogy while we were waiting for the end credit scenes to, to roll where she said this felt this felt like it could have been a really cool looking puzzle but instead of taking the time and putting it together thoughtfully they just b- busted out the scissors and started started cutting the pieces to make it fit and i think you'll definitely kind of feel that w- when you see the movie so yeah if you want to hear all about the spoilers uh go ahead and make sure you're subscribed to uh superhero slate podcast and then i'll pop up in your feed um, but yeah, we, we really dive deep into there and I, I couldn't really hold on to the spoiler free section very long. So, uh, <laughs> we, 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 we found some points we did enjoy, but they yes. were far outshadowed by the forgettableness of the rest of the movie. And yeah, it, I, I will, I'll go on record and say this is better than Batman versus Superman, but that doesn't make I mean, it a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say it did offend me in, in, in terms of how I rate movies. Yes, I was offended. So, um, and you know, I think I think we're kind of it's kind of that way around the country because in America, it's only going to make about ninety six million at the box office. And while yes, ninety six million dollars is quite a lot of money, that is the lowest DC Cinematic Universe opening to date. Yeah, and this movie was expensive. <laughs> it was probably the most expensive movie to make as well. Not con- I mean, considering all all the the effects and reshoots and and things happening along the way, marketing. Um, 96 million. I, I mean, with Thanksgiving and Coco opening up this week, I don't see it having any legs either. Um, word of mouth, probably not, not helping it. If you, if you go by us, you're probably not going to go see it. Um, <laughs> so I, I just, uh, I don't know what that, what these numbers are going to mean in the long run for the DC cinematic universe and, and, and what movies and choices they're going to make going forward. Yeah. I mean, they can announce and cast whoever they want for like Shazam movies and, um, uh, you know, wonder woman sequels, but until they actually flip that camera on, I think things are still ever changing over there at mm-hmm. Warner brothers. We know we're getting an Aquaman movie for sure. Cause we've seen set photos. We know that movie yeah. is currently being made. People it's, have been wrapped filming. <laughs> They've got it all done. So they might as well, throw it together yeah people have been paid so you know we talk a little bit in our spoiler cast about what they think what we think warner brothers should do moving forward so hopefully they can come up with something because we love these characters so we want to see them treated right you know uh my biggest um my biggest connection to the justice league is the amazing animated series that they have that I don't know if it's streaming out there anymore because I think they're kind of holding on to it until that DC streaming app drops. But yeah, those uh, those Justice League cartoons are amazing. Young Justice is great. So there's still awesome iterations of them out there, of course, in comic books too. So I just hope they can get it right on screen at some point. Yeah, uh, to me, my thing I would like is for the DC Cinematic Universe, Jeff Johns, whoever, to sit down and be like, these are for sure the movies we're doing right now until we do another team up movie, like show us more individual character movies and give us something. So we're not speculating the whole way through. Like right now, all we know is wonder woman two, Aquaman and Shazam has casting and stuff like that. But like, that's it. 
where's the rest of our movies? Like, what's the yeah. status of Flashpoint? When do you want Cast- to do it? <laughs> yeah, casting means nothing. We've been talking about Gambit forever, and yeah. they cast Channing Tatum, like, I feel like a decade ago, so mm-hmm. casting don't mean nothing. That's right. It, it definitely does. I mean, same with uh, the Dark Universe from Universal. They cast the Invisible Man and Dracula, and then they're like, now we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> so give us something concrete. That's what I say. And and also, if you've seen Justice League, you want to know more. We have the, some deleted scenes that were leaked online here. Um, there's at least one. The internet has been they've been pulled off the internet as we go. So if you take a look at the link, it might be dead. Hopefully not. Um, but a lot of these deleted scenes are eight deleted scenes, and six of them involve cyborg. So um, we feel like you know your wife made the mention that you know something was cut up and put together hastily. Well, these deleted scenes might kind of give some some hints to that as well. Yeah, look out for that extended cut where they get another $20 out of you. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I, I did get some very hard facts here. The WGA, the Writers Guild of America, revealed that Whedon has contributed to more than 33% of this movie, movie script. So wow. when, when we saw, because of the way the guild works... If a second writer is brought in, they immediately go to arbitration because writers, you know, sometimes have issues going upwards and saying, hey, can I get credit or not? Mm -hmm. Um, So to get a writer's credit, you have to have contributed to at least 33% of the film, according to WGA. Mm -hmm. And kind of looking at the work here, if Whedon has contributed to that much of the film, he probably shot two months of his film that he wrote, plus more reshoots and six months of editing it, saying that, you know... People are like, oh, there's probably a Snyder cut out there. We're like, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But Whedon did contribute more than just 20% of this final movie. Yeah, it seems like it probably wouldn't be a Snyder cut because a cut is saying that there's stuff on the floor that maybe they could put it together. It seems like maybe at some point there was maybe a Snyder script and then Joss came in and was just like, maybe this isn't working. But Well, he, he, he wrote on it before I think Snyder even left the film. Like mm-hmm. Whedon was brought in in like March to work on some script stuff. So I think my, my theory is Whedon never asked for director's credit. That was never brought up, but they did have to say, Hey, he did actually do 33% of the script or more to get that credit. So if you watch the movie, you'll probably see that. Yeah. I've, I've, I've not been one that has kind of jumped onto this, uh, this, the credit issue because I think, um, it doesn't really. It doesn't really yeah. matter. There's. It's just nothing but tragedy swirling. The whole reason why Joss had to be brought into the movie, and only like an asshole would be out there like clamoring for like my name on the movie more than it already is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think Whedon was like. Yeah. Whatever. Um. But so if if you were interested and you see his name, that's he did do more than twenty percent, like a lot of people are saying, because I think they're trying to downplay a lot of that. And lastly, we have a list of scenes that were cut from the trailer. So if you're like, well, what was in the trailer, what wasn't, after you've watched the movie, we have a list here. And Mike didn't believe me when I said it was a long list. (laughs) Um, But this is a huge list of stuff and of stuff missing. And while none of it is, I think, is huge, I think it does show a lot of, again, the character stuff they had to cut to make this movie under two hours. Um, A lot of Flash and a lot of Cyborg, it kind of looks like. So... Um, yeah, I mean, overall, if you want to listen to our review, get into spoilers, go check that out. Um, but other than that, I, I can't say we recommend it, um, off the top of our heads. So, yeah, I mean, if like, I I think what you said is perfect. If you can find a way to maybe see it on a budget, use that movie pass. 
If you if you if you're a Movie Pass people out there, this is a perfect time to use it. <laughs> Can I say Movie Pass? If you buy one year, it's six dollars and fifty cents a month. If you buy the one year right now of Movie Pass, there you there you go. Go take advantage. That's of a that. hell of a if you like someone enough to get them that for Christmas. Go ahead. Oh, and, that is a good gift idea. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they they go out for a whole year watch a movie day. Here's three hundred sixty five movie tickets. Boom, roasted. <laughs> um, but on that note, Justice League is out. Our next one is uh, Aquaman, then Shazam, then Wonder Woman two, uh, whatever it's going to be titled. It has officially been moved forward six weeks. We are six weeks closer to Wonder Woman than we were at the beginning of the week, <laughs> and that's uh, for November first, twenty eighteen, or not twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Right? Yeah. So what's the, so what's the uh, rationale behind this? Why are, why do they think they're moving it? Because Star Wars. <laughs> when Star Wars has been moved from December to March back to December, I believe Wonder Woman was like a week before Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that would have been dangerous. Um, like as much as we like Wonder Woman, nothing will beat Star Wars <laughs> at the box office. And as we've reported, Disney has stringent requirements for their movies and theaters so yeah and who knows if that's going to be sticking around and also it's not just a star wars movie it, it's the ninth one it's going to be the culmination of the these three reboot not rebooted movies these three like refreshed movies so yeah that's going to be a big deal mm-hmm. yeah it is like that's gonna if if any of these three movies make like depending on how well eight does which i assume it's going to do great because that director got his own movies uh, it'll be there, but also um, later, I think in Thanksgiving in November is Frozen Two. Ooh! <laughs> so if you want to be, you know, eaten up by that Disney like um, audience, you know, you got to get out of there. So oh, six man, weeks they're gonna, earlier, they're gonna own that. They're gonna own that holiday. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty nineteen is looking pretty interesting. Uh, so Wonder Woman Two um, will be six weeks earlier, so beginning of November twenty nineteen. I'm, I'm all for that. And also, we've reported there was, um, I think it was a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, even that Gal Gadot was like, you know, yeah, I believe it's Brett Ratner's accused of sexual assault, and she was like, I don't want anything to do with this. But apparently, the his company Rat Pack was not financing this film to begin with, so um, there was no big drama going on there. <laughs> so the the, uh, the funny thing about um, when I said I was. Uh, uh, watching Lego Batman before I went and saw Justice League uh, in the the review of that movie, uh, there's a there's a moment at the beginning of uh, Lego Batman where the Rat Pack logo shows up, and then you know Batman's being funny, uh, a narrator at the beginning, he's like, "Mmm, Rat Pack. I don't know what that is, but it sounds macho." And I was like, "Oh, that joke did not age well." <laughs> now, so and then when I saw the Rat Pack logo in front of Justice League the other night, I was just like, I almost kind of just wanted to boo. But I was just like, I don't think maybe half of the theater is going to understand why I'm booing. And they might think I'm kind of being a dick. But yeah, now that now that logo, uh, <laughs> sadly, I'm sure Brett Ratner wanted everybody to know what Rat Pack was. But now they do, and not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, it's going to – yeah, we'll probably see that a lot less going forward. It's so, easy not being a creep, people. Don't be a creep. <laughs> yeah, don't, be, don't be like Mike. Mike's a creep. No, I'm kidding. You're already oh, Mike. I like you. Thank you. But I, I'm, we're all creepy, but not we're not sexually creepy. Like, there's a difference. <laughs> Uh, so the Batman is coming out. Okay, they're still working for it on the Batman. So a lot of this stuff has been going on about the Batman. <laughs> no one. This is one of those movies we don't know what's happening. This is our gambit of the DC universe. <laughs> uh, the movie will apparently, reportedly, on their newest, latest report as of yesterday, 
The Batman will take place after Justice League. It will not be okay. a prequel or a standalone movie. Okay. So well, that's that's going to be really confusing for what you're going to be saying here shortly. But if Ben Affleck does leave, Matt Reeves, has, and they've already, and even WB, they've probably got Jake Gyllenhaal on the back burner ready to light him up in case Ben Affleck leaves. Oh my God, that's going to be so weird because when I when I saw that we were going to be talking about Jake and Jill, Jake Gyllenhaal and the Batman, I never thought about continuing on with the timeline. I thought this was going to be kind of their weird explanation of like, oh, we're going to kind of go back to what we used to be doing and do like a kind of like a standalone Batman movie or maybe we're going to go back in the past and show some older stories from Batman's past. And then in my head I was thinking, well, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal does kind of look like a a slightly younger version of Ben Affleck, but then I was like, well, I don't really know how far they're separated by age. It's really not by that much, not enough to be like a, a significance. So I was really confused about this casting. So I thought maybe they were just going to do like a fractured universe, but now telling me that they're just going to like hot swap them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that, that is the thing. So if they, do, if he does leave and this report does, you know, stay true, things are in flux in WB land right now is, is my assumption. That it would be a swap like going from um, Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Um, just having him appear in the next thing and it kind of downplaying his past being in Batman's protector for 20 years. Oh, so, man. That is... I. This is all reports uh, and we are in release weekend of Justice League. Who knows how <laughs> this will all play out in the end. If this I mean, movie I, ever comes to fruition. I mean... Um, Friend of the show, Quentin Parker, uh, we went and saw Justice League together, and we were talking about this movie after, um, and we thought, like, what if this was a clever way to maybe bring um, uh, Batman Beyond into the fold? Uh, maybe uh, Jake Gyllenhaal would be playing the role of, uh, what, what's his name? It's like right on the tip of my tongue. Whoever plays Batman Beyond. It's not um, it's not Dick I'm, Grayson. I'm, that's Robin. I'm it's gonna have like, to look uh, it up here. Uh, it's like right there. But anyway, I was like, oh, maybe Batman could just maybe uh, Bruce Wayne could have been so beaten up. Ben Affleck just basically can't walk. He's on a cane, and he needs to bring in a new Batman. And maybe that could have been Jake Gyllenhaal. But it sounds like if uh, if he doesn't even want to be in the movie, you know, uh, <laughs> it sounds like he's not gonna Affleck's not gonna be around anyway. So yeah, Terry McGinnis. That's what it was, Terry McGinnis. There we go. Uh, yeah, so if they do it, I mean, we still have a Flashpoint on the horizon. How does Flashpoint affect this? We don't know. That's that's another thing where they could hot swap him and not worry about it. Like, oh, yeah, we rewrote Batman on accident um, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it'll be Batman Beyond um, because then you're, you're just missing all of Batman and all of his, like... They they make reference to old Batman villains in Justice League, and I'm like, man, I really wish I could watch that now. Like, I want to see yeah. this universe's version of this. So there's no happy version of this where I'm like, okay, great, go for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, unless Flashpoint does that, and like you said, maybe um, they revert some to some year zeros or the beginnings or bat. No, not Batman Origins. We saw X Men Origins, and that didn't work <laughs> out. Don't do DC Origins. So I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to play this by ear, man, and see what happens. But um. Until they say something official, who knows whether Batman's... Affleck is currently in officially. Will he be out by the next time we see Batman? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe these box office numbers are going to shoo him away quicker. He, he did <laughs> look like Bruce Wayne in like two two pretty good scenes in Justice League, though. I was looking mm-hmm. at him like, yeah, I can see Bruce Wayne in him. Like, yeah, he totally got that. So, I don't know. <laughs> 
The other movie, like we talked about, is Shazam on the horizon. And this is nothing official, but at the premiere of um, Justice League, we got to see the actor as Billy Batson and um, Shazam side by side. So if you want to take a look at what they look like, that's what they look like. Yeah, they look like a cool team up. Zachary Levi needs to be hitting the bench. I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, he needs to start building some of those muscles to really pull off uh, Shazam. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they look like they could possibly be related. I don't. We we kind of <laughs> talked about this like the other week. Like we don't know if Shazam is supposed to be the older version of him or like a god that comes down to earth or something like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So he transforms in. I looked it up. He does transform into him, but I think his mental state is like his still mentally that age and that that child. He just gets those powers. So, um, do you think he'd transform into him? We need to do some face swaps. We need to do some face swaps, <laughs> see what this looks like. This is on Snapchat, so we can, we can check it out there. So, if you want to take a look at that, it's out there. The DC still making TV shows. New one about to debut on uh, January with Black Lightning. That made me realize that we are in, like, mid-November, Mike. Like, almost mid-November. <laughs> like, January is around the corner. What? Uh, yeah, so, January 16th, you can catch Black Lightning on Tuesdays on the CW right after the flash, which is where legends of tomorrow used to be, but it's not going to return time yet. So we know it's coming back, but we don't know when just, so. well, I mean the flash is their uh, best show out there right now. So if you want to give a show a, a running start, you put it after the flash. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Oh, Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Did you mean to do that? No, I didn't actually. Okay, good. Well then I, I'm not going to pretend <laughs> so hard next time. Uh, so that's cool. So Black Lightning, you want to check it out there. I still don't know much about it. Um, I'll probably check the pilot out just to say I watched it. So we'll, we'll do that. Another show coming out this week, actually, um, is The Runaways. And, and what I thought I had information correct, The Runaways will be a weekly show on Hulu. It will not all be at once on, on Tuesday. Well, you might have gotten confused with, uh, they have a new show that just came out called Future Man from mm-hmm. uh, Seth Rogen, who uh, did Preacher. And Josh and I think all Hutchison? Of, yeah, I believe all of those episodes dropped at once, so I don't know, maybe just some wires got crossed. But. Well, I, I'm, 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 I'm very uh, used to Netflix. Like, we just watched The Punisher, we'll talk about it, but like everything usually drops at once. Apparently Hulu did this with like 11, 23, 63, or whatever it was, and um, The Handmaiden's Tale. Where they, mm-hmm. do it, where they do it weekly on the show. Uh, but it'll be a three-part premiere on Tuesday because the first two episodes apparently are, like, the same story but from two different perspectives, um, hmm. the parents and the kids. So um, I'm excited to kind of see how that plays out. I've not seen that done in a while. Yeah. Well, and, it sounds like we're going to watch it, and we'll let you guys know what we thought about it. Yeah. Uh, spoiler cast maybe on the horizon, probably when it's done. Ten episodes. So it might be a little bit. I don't know. We'll, we'll play it by ear. But definitely next week a spoiler cast for The Punisher. Uh, we, we watched it. I don't know. How far did you get, Mike? We, um, I, I got pretty far last night, which I think maybe goes into my first initial thoughts of the show was I think we, just before I hopped on the horn here with you today, we finished, I believe it was episode seven. So we have episode eight that's coming up okay. next. So I just and, finished seven myself. So, oh, all right. So it sounds like we're almost at the exact same place. So yeah. I won't spoil anything for anybody out there. Cause it takes a lot of time and effort to get through these Netflix shows. Uh, you know, you got 13 episodes mm-hmm. there, but this show, what is uh, surprising me? It's a, it's a, 
more it, it's more engaging than I thought it was going yes. to be. You know, I, I didn't think that, you know, the Punisher would be that uh, much of a spectacle because I was like, well, he's got no powers. We haven't heard of any sort of like team ups of any heroes showing up in it. He's got no like superpowers. So he's just a dude with guns. So I was like, well, how are they going to make this work? And guess what? They do it by just making a very engaging story. I think there's actually a couple episodes where hardly any action throws yeah. down at all. And I'm just really engrossed in what's happening. So that's the, being written very well. I'm, I'm really um, sympathizing with some of these characters' struggles. Um, there's, like a, there's like a C storyline that doesn't even interact really with the main story at all. And it's really engaging. It's just kind of following this, um, you know, Marine around. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's just, wow, I'm just really fascinated with what's happening there. And I don't see it tying into the main, main plot yet. And even if it doesn't, I still think it's kind of an interesting look at, you know, what it's like. Um, I didn't know the show was going to lean so heavily into the military aspect of it. Um, you know, because I think what I know the Punisher most about is usually going into like mob stuff. Um, and, and, that, and that's kind of how we were introduced to him as well. Yeah, exactly. But this is kind of leaning into the military side of thing, and they're, I think they're approaching it very, very well, very tastefully and very respectfully. Um, I mean, I, I can't say firsthand because I've never been in the armed forces, but it, it seems like it is. I listened to an interview with uh, John Bernthal on The Nerdist, and he said he was very cognizant of how he wanted to do uh, the, uh, the armed forces and uh, you know people out there in service uh, justice. He didn't want to. He didn't. He didn't want anything to be weird. So you know, a lot of respect coming from uh, John Bernthal there. But yeah, this show's just been very engaging. I've been very mm-hmm. surprised. Yeah. No, no, no sort of mystical fist punches. No, no superheroes, and so it's just been really fun. Of the f- I'm seven episodes in, same place where you are. Finished seven. Um, six more to go. I've got to say, I enjoy it more than any other Netflix show this year. So far, yes, better than mm-hmm. Defenders, better than Iron Fist by a long shot. <laughs> um, I didn't know I needed a political intrigue in my Marvel shows. Um, there's a lot of political intrigue, and a lot of yeah. these episodes only focus maybe on maybe three characters sometimes. Like mm-hmm. for a lot of the episode, and you're like, oh my gosh, I am with this character the whole way through, and the time just goes by so quickly. And yeah, I've not seen, I've not had a Netflix show do that since like Daredevil or Jessica Jones, like in a long time. Yeah, and it was kind of weird because I was kind of hesitant to kind of click play on this show because I just, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm just, I don't really want to get into this. It seems more like a, like a drama. I want my heroes, I want my superhero stuff. And then you even had texted me to check in on the weekend, like, oh, have you guys started watching Punisher yet? How far are you into it? And I was like, man, we haven't even started watching it yet. But yeah, we started binging last night went hard it, into it's it it's hard so. to stop man i stayed up till two on friday um night watching it like just going through i'm like man if i wasn't so tired and had to do stuff tomorrow i would i would stay up and finish this but it's <laughs> it's great it's a good show if you're expecting guns and blow up explosions 24 7 throughout don't um but i mean it's probably building to that point like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get some action but what he does do is really cool like yeah he, he, like Frank Castle is a man you don't want to reckon with. So Yeah, there there's some clever moments. I, I really like what they're doing with Micro in the series so far. Mm-hmm. I won't uh, I won't, you know, go beyond that, but it's kind of something I haven't really seen before. So yeah, everything's just really well. I mean, 
it just goes to show yeah. you just good just good talent on a show and good writing can just make anything great so. well and also yeah. again the lack of mysticism <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah you, you don't not a whole lot to explain you know there's no magic behind a, a gun yeah mike, <laughs> mike hates magic uh he doesn't like dr strange as we learned oh, earlier okay. yeah, yeah, and yeah, doesn't yeah. like no i'm kidding but i mean yeah it's it's very like also like the history of the characters being revealed to us slowly Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and the, you mentioned this, the C-list actor or character, I'm having a hard time finding a character that shouldn't deserve an act like award for acting. <laughs> like, like I buy every bit of these characters, every oh, last yeah. one of them. Like they got that military, like, you know, hundred yard stare down Pat. Like mm-hmm. they are just, I buy it all. I love, I love what I've seen so far and I can't wait to finish it up and see how it, yeah. how it ends. Unfortunately, since we're both kind of around episode seven and eight, I feel like we're going to start getting into a little bit of a lull where, you know, every Netflix show right around this time starts to kind of starts to stretch a little bit. And you're just like, come on, get to the good stuff. So I don't know. We'll have to check back in next week and see if that actually happens. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so far, pleasantly surprised. I think it's got got a different pacing to it. And I think that might help it out. So we'll Mm -hmm. knock on wood. Also, something we're very, very excited for is Avengers Infinity War. Ooh, yeah, boy. There's probably the most hyped trailer that we're waiting to see still, um, Mm -hmm. other than the leaked version. But the rumor is the teaser will be released December 4th. I'm not surprised. And December 4th, I believe, if I just double-check that, that's a Monday. Um, So it's not they're not releasing it tied to any movies. And Mm -hmm. I think the last time they did a trailer by itself was maybe Civil War. So I'm thinking Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, maybe. They keep going Jimmy Kimmel's. It could be possible. He's he's in the ABC Disney family, and that gives it um, enough time to be on Star Wars um, internationally and you know nationally as well. So mm-hmm. um, I, that's that's the rumor, very strong rumor. And we also got some leaked images from the upcoming teaser. A stressed word on the word teaser here. Um, these images are over on Comic UI. I put them up there, and they're not spoilery. But these are include shots that were not in the leaked version from San Diego and D23. Mm. I have chosen not to look at them, mainly because December 4th is coming up very quickly and yes. I can be patient. Um, and also, I know I'm going to see them. Like, if somebody said they had leaked images of the Comic-Con trailer, I, yeah, I would go look at those. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah, this there, is different. There are a couple, couple clips from it. But most notably, three of these images featured the villain Proxima Midnight. One of Thanos's uh, Cole Obsidian, the children of mm-hmm. Thanos, and mm-hmm. um, I gotta say, I don't know if it's CG or someone in a suit, but it looks awesome. Ooh, man, I'm excited. And if you know me and my my obsession with the the Cole Obsidian, now called the children of Thanos, that's that's big. That's huge recommendation for me because they are some of my favorite characters. And awesome man, these pictures are in motion. Like it's her in motion, and it looks so good. So I'm I'm on board, and I'm I'm really excited. If you want to check out, check our show notes out. You can click on them, take a look there. I I man, can you imagine seeing that on the big screen before Star Wars? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's gonna be great. There's gonna be so many good trailers in in front of uh, Star uh, Wars. I, I don't care. Make it 45 minutes of trailers. I'll watch them all before I watch. Star Wars. <laughs> We're gonna switch gears, and I'm gonna disappoint you horribly here for a second. Oh, okay. With a Morbius film from <laughs> coming from Sony. Sony, just knock it off. <laughs> Are you familiar with the character Morbius? Yeah, he was a he was a pretty 
preliminary, um, prolific character, or pro, no, prominent character. That's the P word I'm looking for. He was a pretty prominent character in the 90s um, animated series yes. of Spider-Man. So he was a, a, a guy, a scientist who has a blood disorder. He tried to find a cure. It essentially turned him into a vampire-like character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a villain, and then much like every Spider-Man villain, becomes an anti-hero later on. Um, so Sony is working on making a film based on this, and they're fast-tracking this because... There's a script already turned in, written by um, Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazama. And they've got several movies out in Hollywood, Mike. Okay. And their movies include Dracula Untold. Uh, I feel like it's not a good sign that I don't remember that movie. That was supposed to be the original Dark Universe movie. And they are like, <laughs> oh, it didn't do well, so we got to do The Mummy, and then that didn't do well. They, uh, they also wrote Power Rangers for this year. Uh, okay. And The Last Witch Hunter. Ooh! <laughs> how many of those did you see none of them yeah. but I, I you know i heard some kind of maybe positive things about power rangers so maybe there's some hope in there but geez if i didn't think we needed a standalone venom movie right now i definitely don't think we need a morbius movie oh my god so as you know i collect pop vinyls right uh-huh. and one box was a villain's box and they came with two variations on the character morbius oh wow and those are my <laughs> least favorite pops i've ever received in my entire uh, life poor, poor morbius on the back of the shelf yeah he is there's two of them stacked on top of each other i don't even want to look at him the hell with that guy so uh, <laughs> i mean yes i mean i don't know are they jumping on the spy on the on the the vampire craze about a 15 years too late or or what's going on here it seems like they're trying to jump on some sort of odd box office train. Like, just because Spider-Man Homecoming did well, like, what are you going to do? Like, call the movie Spider-Man Homecoming colon Morbius slash yeah. there's no Spider-Man in this movie, so go see it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's It might not be the blood the only thing that's sucking on this movie. That's Yeah. Maybe they're just slowly building a weird version of the Sinister Six, starting out with Venom and Morbius, which I don't know like, if they've ever been in the Sinister Six, but... <laughs> so if this happens, and maybe there, Marvel has some deal in this that we don't know about, maybe it's an introduction for Blade? Oh, maybe. If Marvel I mean, I, wants to be like, you know, look, you're doing this vampire movie, we got a vampire guy, do you want to you want to team up a little bit maybe but do you think i feel like blade is more relegated to a smaller screen action i feel like when disney gets that streaming service going and we're kind of curious what they're going to be doing over their live action maybe bring blade into uh, live action maybe don't put him in the movie but like this movie if it has to happen can Uh, set set up you know vampires existing in in the marvel world yeah and then marvel quebec well we didn't do it it was sony Duh. Uh, I don't know. It's there's maybe a positive spin on it, but yeah. If we don't need Venom, we definitely don't need Morbius. Um, I got to give you my review. You went on a ride this weekend. I spent almost all day yesterday playing Lego Marvel Superheroes Two, which mm-hmm. came out this week. And I got to say, I really like it. The story is a brand new story just for the game. It's not trying to take any Avengers movies and turn them into that to Lego version. You get a lot of characters across all sorts of the universes, like Spider-Man 2099. Um, like uh, you, you got to yeah, you got to see uh, Thor Ragnarok. Those characters in there, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. I, I beat the campaign yesterday, and I really liked it. And I, I just, I'm looking forward to going back and unlocking all the characters. So I got that to look forward to. Uh, I maybe after I beat the game, I'm like, I'm still under 30 percent done. So there's a lot to <laughs> I, do in this game. 
I do appreciate how much of a completionist you are when it comes to these Lego games, because you're always getting every single last gold brick, so you're getting your money's worth, that's for sure. That, no D, no DLC <laughs> uh, keeping you, no loot crates keeping you from completing that game. Oh man, that's a great segue into this Star Wars <laughs> business. We, got, we have some Star Wars news, three different things here. First and foremost, Battlefront 2 has been... Whew, what I refer man. to, Mike doesn't do video games, but if Mike's watching this story, it's got to be big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we brought my, me and Quentin, friend of the show, Quentin Parker, brought in Mike on this Battlefront 2 stuff. It's a shit show. Um, Ooh, yes. So much that apparently they took out the in-game. You cannot buy credits to buy stuff in-game because Disney gave them a call and were like, look, dudes, <laughs> this is bad, bad, bad press. And while... I, I agree. The uh, in-app purchases work for maybe mobile games where you don't buy a $60 game and expect the mm-hmm. full thing. My thought is if they need to, more money to make these games because they cost more in production, raise it $10, $20. I'd rather buy the whole game and not deal with any in-app purchases for $20 more than have to deal with that overall. Yeah, I mean, I've been a little out of touch with um, with online gaming and gaming in general for a while, but I feel like they're just trying to change what the value of $60 is. And I mean, like, there's no excuse for that. $60, $60 used to get you tons of hours of gameplay and some other games mm-hmm. and they never dlc never even existed so i think they're just trying to like artificially like increase the value of a 60 dollars game to what it actually is um yeah it, it's bullshit that you know what really resonated with me is i saw a complaint online that says like hey you know i'm a guy that like works full time i don't have a whole lot of time to play games in the evening you know maybe at most i can get like an hour in like it's going to be kind of a shame that like all of these people out there who have uh like money that they're gonna just outpace me so quickly in this game that it's not going to be fun anymore like this 60 dollars game is not i can't even get 60 dollars of enjoyment out of it unless i put more money into it it just seems ridiculous Mm -hmm. and dumb and stupid and it, it was even hard to follow it's hard to follow like what credits do what and how loot crates give you they, something they, to, so I don't even know. so the in video game world is normal like i don't care to, to buy some in-app stuff for my my free game on my phone occasionally you know mm-hmm. if i play a lot but you don't you didn't just piss off the video game community you piss off the star wars community oh yeah and what happens when you piss off the star wars community the world knows about it yeah, because, and then you make Disney mad, and yeah, like if if Disney's coming down, I'm like, look, dudes, you gotta fix this. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta listen, like, do some of their stuff real quick, or it's bad. Like, don't piss them off. The Star Wars being off the year, the like the, the main movies coming out as well. So um, that's kind of where I, like we wouldn't have heard about this if it was any other video game, but because it's Star Wars, yeah, it obviously popped up. Yeah, and don't fall for their shit. They said that they were going to remove um, in-app purchases, but it's not permanent. They're going to bring them back, and they're going to like you know just try to uh, squeeze more money out of the game. And you're still not going to get sixty dollars worth out of the game. So just boycott it. It's going to be easy for me to boycott it because I don't own anything to play it on. But That's true. <laughs> if anything, I would buy a second-hand copy off someone if they were like, I want to get rid of it. That's what I'm yeah, thinking or, about doing. Or I guess you could technically wait. And don't they usually have like a game of the year edition that has like all of the DLC injected well, in it anyway? So the, DL- the DLC for this game is completely free. It's just in-app purchases that oh, gotcha. that, they, that they're doing. So uh, which are more than cosmetics. So um, also, you went. Did you do any Star Tours when you were at Disney? We talked yes, about this. I ride Star Tours every time I'm there. What? And it was open, and they gave you Star Wars yeah. episodes seven and eight. 
No, I got Kashyyyk. <laughs> I got to see uh, the Wookiee planet. Okay. I believe that's called Kashyyyk, right? Yeah, yeah, Kashyyyk. So apparently this is on the 18th. So yesterday, Star Tours at Disney will only provide episodes 7 and 8 as of the 18th. And you can no longer see episodes 1 through 6 till later. I'm I'm bummed that I missed that because yeah. I was gonna say uh, me and my wife we went and and uh, on that ride and I was just like why am I seeing Kashyyyk why is Chewie landing on the 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 front of our vehicle here and sliding down comically why is there a hologram of Yoda he died like why am I seeing prequel stuff on this ride when I just got back from a very up to date Guardians ride yeah so I'm kind of bummed that I missed out on um, seven and eight that would have been really cool to see because I'm probably not gonna make it back to Disneyland again until like another year. But yeah, man, that would have been cool to see updated stuff. Yeah, so the they're gonna add a, a specific ride, a specific line to just see the the classic ones in later. And um, I think they I looked up. There's like 92 different variations that they can do on on those first six movies. And um, I don't know what seven and eight are gonna look like because I don't think they can get 96 variations out of two movies just yet. But mm-hmm. I remember riding this at, in Disney World for for our honeymoon, and um, we definitely got some of the same ones several times. But um, I, I didn't know if you got to see that or not. But lastly, the last Jedi will be 150 minutes long, Mike, the longest movie in the Star Wars franchise. It can be as long as it wants, as long as they build in some sort of very obvious bathroom break time, because I don't know uh, whose bladder is going to be able to last that long, so got to look out there for, like, what is that, like that pee time app or something? So I can, yeah, yeah like... run pee is what I use, and it also tells you if there's any end credits, which Star Wars usually won't have any. Um, but yeah, so you can check it out, and then, you know, download run pee if you need to take a pee break. So, I mean, Star Wars is coming up. We're going to see a lot of trailers before. You just said that earlier, you know, with the mm-hmm. Avengers Infinity War. But another trailer dropped this weekend, Incredibles 2, the best Fantastic Four movie we've ever had. <laughs> and now the sequel, Incredibles 2, comes out next year. I think it's it's going to be before Coco this week if you're watching Pixar's Coco. My wife bought our tickets, like, right before this started. Yeah. And just before I had the brief moment to go out and click play on it, I get a text message from you that says, don't watch it. We'll watch it live on the show on Sunday. So I was like, damn it, I got to wait. Yep. So like, uh, I've, I've done my best to avoid it. I think I maybe saw one animated GIF of Jack-Jack doing something. But I, yeah, I don't really know what's going on in this. Yep. <laughs> we are on the, the video link right now. We're going to watch this live. You're going to get our immediate reactions. We're doing this twice in this show because I didn't watch it either. Because I want to, I want to try this for once. I don't want Mike to have all the fun. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead. We're gonna watch the Incredibles two trailer right now. If you haven't seen it, stop. Go click on the notes. Watch it with us. Come back and you'll get our reactions. So are you ready to go, Mike? All right, ready. Well, all right. That, that was did... that was shorter than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> that didn't that didn't show me more than I already knew because I think we talked about in um like in one of our week, earlier yeah. new yeah that, that like uh, Jack Jack was gonna have uh, powers. Well, we all all knew that already, but this was gonna pick off pretty much where the last movie left off. So there wasn't gonna be this time gap where everybody grew up. So Jack Jack's still a baby. Um, I think we actually know more than what the teaser trailer is giving away because I think we also said that. That um, Elastigirl is going to be out there on the run, and uh, Mr. Incredible is going to be more of like the at-home parent. Uh-huh. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, it, it's a fun teaser trailer, though. It's cool to kind of see these characters up upgraded because if you go back and watch The Incredibles, still an amazing movie, but you do see the leaps and bounds that they've made in like textures and like 3D modeling and stuff. So, it's cool to see these characters like up to date and everything. But 
Ooh, yeah, looking forward to this. Um, one of the one of the best superhero movies ever made was the yeah. first Incredibles. So I hope I hope the second one can answer the call. So I I missed the first Incredibles when it came out. I I don't remember when it was. Um, but I don't think I had access to a cinema like just go and choose any movie. So when I was like, oh, it's a cartoon movie. I don't want to go see it. I had no idea what I was missing. Um, so I didn't see the first one until much later, and and you know it, it does hold up. It's very well. It's very well done. But what I enjoy here is the music. If I was to point out anything, the 60s spy music, like, that is classic. Like, it felt like James Bond music, even though it's not a spy movie, but, like, the big band, the trumpet, like, that, that little kind of jazzy beat to it. I really mm-hmm. I really like the music in this, and I think uh, that's going to be a, a standout factor. Because the first one had really great music in that same vein, so if they can sell that vibe, I'm, I'm all down. I'm down with yeah. this. Yeah, and I don't know if it's been announced yet, but um, if Frozone is coming back, but I did see Samuel L. Jackson did tweet out the trailer, so I would assume that he's going to be in this movie too. So I think we're going to see all of our favorites uh, come back. So yeah, I think this is going to be a great. I'm going to be there in night one for this for sure. It looks like if you check out things, the entire cast is returning except Jack-Jack and Dash, so the different voices. So that looks like that's what it'll be. So there yeah. we go. Awesome. So yeah, check that out. It's, it's, that's definitely a teaser. So we'll see it next summer for sure. Uh, this is going to tie back into something else we were talking about. 20th Century Fox is apparently has someone else informally courting them to buy them, Mike. Oh. Sony. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so Sony's now in talk, very early talks, maybe as a potential acquisition, um, because Sony, uh, Fox lost or Sony lost Bond this year for the uh-huh. next movie. So they have like they're like out of brand new IPs to do anything with. Wait a minute, Chris. I just realized. That Sony has the back door into Marvel, so this is our way to the, get the X Men into the Marvel universe without making a giant conglomerate of Disney owning everything and everything out there. Yep. Um, so maybe it, they could do some sort of partnership deal there. I don't. Where, I don't know. Where, I still, where I Marvel still foots or Sony foots the bill and, and Marvel produces the movies. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't like it. Still, personally, my favorite option is just Fox. Uh, sell your X-Men rights to anybody that wants to buy them. You'll get a ton of fucking money for them. Sorry for my language. Uh, but And then use that money to make other cool stuff, make other different types of movies. Heck, they're they're spending like tons of money on like a Lord of the Rings uh, TV well, show over at Amazon. Maybe use some of that money well, and make some sort of big Fox, budget. This purchase isn't X-Men. Fox doesn't want to make movies anymore. So like they, they're trying to sell all their film assets. Um, so I, I agree with you. They should sell it, but Fox shouldn't take that money and invest it in more movies. They should just call it quits because Man, I don't think that, I don't think they need to call it quits because just, that, uh, that's their goal. They want to, they want to focus on sports and, um, news and broadcast media like that. Yeah. They're just, they're they're not their movies they put out aren't good man i looked at all their yeah. movies they're just not putting out good ones <laughs> i guess but uh it seems like somebody's gonna be scooping up fox but uh, maybe we'd be better if it was piecemeal maybe no one entity gets to own all of fox maybe they just sell out different parts of it yeah i can, I can totally disappear that, but i mean i still think disney should have x-men and fantastic four because if they want to go cosmic you gotta have galactus and all those people so Ooh, but I'll, I'll tell you if we get to keep tom holland as spider-man for a while i would kill for a Wolverine Spider-Man team up. That would be amazing. That would be a hell of an Avengers team. <laughs> for sure. So yeah, yeah so um, Sony's now might be in the running for this. We'll see how this all plays out eventually. Probably sooner than later. Um, this is my guess. Before we get to Mor- Morbius. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of home. 
Have you watched any of The Gifted yet on Fox? I, I keep hearing great things, like, honestly. Nope. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so <laughs> apparently they're going to introduce classic X-Men mutants Andrea and Andreas von Strucker as, like, the historical relatives of, like, the main characters who are also von Struckers. Um, mm-hmm. They, f- together, their powers, they combine into, like, um, a, a villain or a super-powered character called Fenris. Um, so I, I don't know much about them, but like the fact they're bringing on main X-Men character names now, other than, uh, Polaris, it's a pretty good step for them. So Fox is, is really doubling down on their X-Men. Yeah. So. Guess what, Fox, you can make good TV shows and you can make more of them if you, if you maybe yeah. sell those X-Men rights. See, they you won't. can't make any more X, you can't make any more X-Men shows, I guess, but maybe they can keep, just keep the TV rights to X-Men and sell the movie Yeah, rights. yeah. Well, Marvel, Marvel's helping produce this, so I don't think they can it right away. So, yeah. Um, and go. every episode of The Gifted has X in the title somewhere. And oh. they, they emphasize that by everything's lowercase except the X in the, uh, in okay. the name of the episodes. I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> I have a feeling they're doing a lot of Googling out there to name these episodes. Yeah, like, I'll be the, just remember, this is an X-Men show, guys. Work the word work, work the word exchange in there somewhere. Is there an X in exchange? I don't know. Just put it in there. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Another movie this week that nobody's asked for that we're getting is the Multiple Man movie. <laughs> and I thought this was like some sort of bad joke someone was playing on us. But uh, James Franco is to star as Jamie Madrix in a film about Multiple Man. Okay. Do you know about the Multiple Man? <laughs> um, I think I remember Multiple Man. He just basically makes clones of himself, right? Yeah, he absorbs kinetic energy and can use that to create copies of himself up to like a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he was in X Men Three, which is you know why he's pretty forgettable. Um, but like, yeah, so he can just create multiple copies of himself and sounds exciting, Chris. I think it needs its own standalone movie. I think. Well, <laughs> I, how many James Francos can we take at once before yeah. we're just like, no, stop. That's no, enough. I don't know. I don't know, man. Depends on if he's wearing that little little ratty mustache that he has. <laughs> I don't like that. But I do want to see his movie, The um, Disaster Artist. I didn't think I would want to oh, watch yeah. that. The movie about the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you watch The Room? Have you ever watched The Room? No, I, I, I know everything that there is to know about The Room, but I've never seen it. you got to watch it. That's <laughs> the only way to experience it. So <laughs> that's That's what I hear. Yeah. Another teaser, trailer, teaser, moment teaser we got this week is from Deadpool 2, and in true Deadpool fashion, they lean into the obscure and wacky shit that this yes. movie is. Um, it has Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds dressed up as Deadpool, dressed up as Bob Ross, <laughs> painting with wet paint on a wet canvas. Yeah, don't eat these paints, kids. Don't eat these paints. <laughs> and he is tripping balls, I believe, at one point he says. Um, uh-huh. So you can you can check that teaser out here, and it just like cuts to him like painting something, and then it's a new picture, and then a new picture, and he's just there's a, slapping there's his like brush this, against the easel. There's like this bizarre moment where he kind of like passes out, or he just kind of stumbles backwards. It's really weird, and then it cuts to this montage of like stuff that's actually in the actual movie but it's all very quick just scenes that really could be almost yeah. summed up with just screenshots but it looks good fun, it looks yeah. good yeah fun fun teaser trailer in teaser deadpool fashion so uh bob ross was just freaking hilarious i saw that there's already funko pops out there of deadpool as bob they're, ross they're custom, and bob they're ross customs. as De- they're not, oh they are yeah they're not okay. because bob ross I'll, just had a set release not a month ago oh i was gonna say man funko's on top of it yeah no um yeah no they did some customs for that so yeah um so if you want to see the wet on wet teaser trailer go check it out 
Rampage, you know the video game Rampage? Oh yes, I know. <laughs> okay, well let's get in a movie, and we have the trailer here that Mike wants to watch live on the show. So we're gonna <laughs> you watch seem, live on the you show. You seem so excited. I don't Chris. care about video game movies; they don't work. But <laughs> but the rocks in this one—that's why we gotta watch no, it. No, he can't save them all, man. So let's watch the Rampage trailer. You ready? All right, I'm ready. Three, two, let's roll. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh my god! <laughs> you know exactly what that was. <laughs> That is just so far removed from what I remember playing the video game. I mean, I guess there's not a whole lot of plot when it came to the game to begin with, but I mean, I guess that's I guess that's one way to do it. I don't know what I was expecting, but <laughs> you see, do you see why I went in with with low energy on this one, Mike? I, I mean, when you see the banner that scrolls across the trail that says from the people that brought you San Andreas, I was just like, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> well, they, they're like, can we get Rock in a helicopter again? Let's let's put him in another helicopter. So yeah, I guess I mean I wasn't expecting to see Joe Magnanello, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, yeah, it looks like they're 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 boasting the cast there. Um, it's weird that uh, uh, the Rock seems to be an animal person and doesn't like people. The animals just get him. Rock is too charismatic to be antisocial, so I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, I mean, big animals destroying a city. I guess we'll have to see how that goes. I imagine this is going to go exactly the same as San Andreas went, where it's probably going to make some money at the box office, probably going to do really well internationally, make a lot of money over there. Everyone's going to forget about it. It's going to show up on like Netflix or Hulu, and I'll just watch it there on like a Saturday afternoon, and then that'll be be done with that. <laughs> have you ever seen any of these older video game-based movies like Doom or Battleship? <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen Be- Battleship. I think I've seen Doom. There I is, think I've seen it. They, I have one callback to where it plays like the video game every time. And oh, I'm, yeah, the side-scrolling moment. I did see that. Yeah, the side-scrolling where the, the monkey runs into the, the, the building, and, yep, <laughs> it shatters the building. So, uh, nope, that's a big old pass from Chris. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep our, you updated. We'll keep you updated if anything develops. Yeah, Mike, I'll let you get that news. I'll let Mike <laughs> bring, bring you the Rampage news. Uh, the Fantastic Beast has a sequel, and the sequel is not nearly as dumb titled as I thought it would be called, Mike. So, <laughs> that is called The Crimes of Grindelwald. And we got our first picture of the main cast. That turns into, you know, magical Harry Potter, everybody looks at the camera and it moves kind of thing, so. Well, there you go. Um, I, I, I'm going to ask my wife if maybe we should watch Fantastic Beasts and where to find them tonight, because it's been a, I've only ever seen it once, and I was so jet-lagged I fell asleep in it, so no fault of the movie, so, yeah, it wouldn't hurt to revisit it, but yeah, I was really curious what they were going to do about the title, so this was a, along the lines of, I think, what we thought it was going to be, Fantastic Beasts and something, 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 so yeah. they picked that something, 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 but... Um, I guess um, they, they really this? they really downplay it once you see the logo, the Fantastic Beast part. It's just like the crimes of Grindelwald. Here you go. Yeah, I'm really curious if how much Eddie Redmayne is going to be a part of this movie franchise going forward. Because if they're relegating the word Fantastic Beast just the very corner of the logo, I wonder if Eddie Redmayne is going to be relegated to the very background of the scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They say from what I remember is that since he helped capture Grindelwald. The first time they're going to bring him back in. Um, and judging from this, I had to look up some of the characters here. Uh, but we get to see Jude Law as Albus Dumbledore over here on the left. I think he looks good. I think he fits in the Harry Potter world. What do you think? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I didn't even notice it when I looked at the vi- when I looked at the video, but I guess he is in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, he's got a little bit of a beard going on there. He's got that furrowed brow. He could be Dumbledore. Yeah, I, I totally see it. Um. And then over here we've got <laughs> Grindelwald, Gellert Grindelwald by Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at him, man. Uh, <laughs> the, that's like an old man trying to be hip with blonde. Here's <laughs> what it looks like going on here. Uh, these all these damn hipsters in the neighborhood. We got the main cast returning. Um, you know, uh, I forget Newt Scamander and his little buddy and the girls. His brother is apparently the one in the in the suit in the middle. So um, Thaddeus, Thaddeus, Thesius, Thesius, uh Scamander. Had to look that one up, and then we get the Flash over here on the left hand side. Yeah, back. I forgot as I forgot Ezra Miller was in this movie. <laughs> Ezra Miller was in the first one. He's got himself a haircut, and um, it looks to be a, another period piece. So, uh, yeah, my wife's excited. I'm more excited looking at this than I was kind of thinking about it. Yeah. off of it. So. Well, yeah. Well, I can tell you, my wife is excited. She was the first one to tell me the news that the that the title dropped. So, she beat you to it, Chris. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's because we didn't talk about it. So. Um, <laughs> Pokemon now, however, she probably didn't share this Whoa, news with you. Pokemon news. I was not expecting to see Pokemon news. Yeah, so the Pokemon, the movie, I choose you is out in theaters right now. And apparently there's a part where Pikachu speaks English. Oh, God. Yeah, and everyone's <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening to no, this? No, 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 He no, doesn't no. do it throughout the whole movie. It's like, you've seen the first Pokemon movie, right? Oh, oh yeah. Well, this is like a retelling of that movie, like, but a little differently. And that part where... Ash is like turning the stone and he's cradling Pikachu kind of thing. Pikachu talks to him in English. Oh no. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I've seen some people like in the this theater filming it and everyone just busts out laughing like the whole <laughs> way through. And then lastly on that, the Detective Pikachu movie has cast the actor Justice Smith from The Get Down as the lead role. So they're actually going to do it. We, we can't get away from it. <laughs> All right. Bring it on. <laughs> yep. And um, speaking of comic book movies, we, we talk about comic book movies. This is not normally one we talk about here, but uh, the producers or the Russo brothers here with Deadly Class. Apparently the class will include a bunch of people. I don't know who they are, except for Benedict Wong, who was in Doctor Strange mm-hmm. um, as Wong. And you can see the first picture on the Russo brothers Instagram page of most of the cast. And what did we say? Is this some sort of comic book property? Yes, it's comic book property. I actually have the first two trades behind me. I'm going to grab it real quick. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, I have the first two trades here. I'm going to read the back of it. or see. Well, that's reviews are on the back. It says, change the world with a bullet. It's 1987 and homeless teenager Marcus Arguello has no reason to keep living until he's approached by a mysterious girl who invites him to join the King's Dominion Atelier of the Deadly Arts, a brutal yep. clandestine high school. Okay. All right. <laughs> so off the, I think this is trade two, trade one. So on the back of the trade, they're all in the the, the poses from the book, on this this picture. So, well, all all I can say is at so far the Russo brothers has have earned the benefit of the doubt. So I, you know, I, I won't I won't say anything uh, beyond that. So yep, and it'll uh, be on this will be on Sci-Fi. So if you want to catch it out, I think they're producing it for Sci-Fi. Yeah, well, good luck, Russo. So there you go. I'm, I'll probably end up reading it. I bought those trades on sale a long time ago, and I'll probably just give up and read them one day. So there we go. Mike, we made it through the news. We made it through a spoiler Ooh, cast what a week. review episode, and, and now we're here. People want to know more about you, and, and you know, I did share your picture of your group bread 
on, on Instagram. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Thank you. You're welcome. If people know what you're up to and when you're at Disney, <laughs> where can they find you at? Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my webcomics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to know what you're up to, maybe they want to see that Morbius uh, pop vinyl. Well, I guess you, technically there's two of them now. If people want to see that, where can they follow you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N. Uh, I'll probably put, I'll, I'll dig them out and put a picture up just to say, like, look, it's a thing. Uh, <laughs> or head over to Comic UI. And you can find, again, those uh, Avengers Infinity War leaked images over there. Uh, you can also listen to my other show, Filmside Chats. Me and Patrick were supposed to record an episode and we ran out of time, but I, I totally understand. And head over to YouTube and search the DNN and see some stuff we did. I told you the Rick Mobile was at the comic book store on Thursday, and that was a hell of an experience to, to do. So um, Awesome. Yeah, it's like a little mobile pop-up shop of a, of a vehicle with Rick facing backwards. So <laughs> um, definitely interesting. So, yeah, head over there. Uh, people want to listen to our review of Justice League or maybe some other news we've done, where can people find us at? Well, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host a show and to get our awesome show notes. So if you want to like see those leaked Avengers images and you want to check those out, look at the show notes. We got links, man. We also have a, a link up there. It was someone tweet, I think, that has one of those deleted uh, Justice League scenes. So you can get that there. Hopefully it hasn't been taken down and removed by Warner Brothers. But if you act fast, maybe. Uh, you can also you can also subscribe to us on iTunes. YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can get us right in your email inbox every week, and you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And you can get uh, some merch at superheroslate.com slash store. We got, like, T-shirts, long sleeves, tees, hoodies, and stuff. It's getting cold out there. You might need that kind of stuff. Uh, if, you, if you're a fan of the show, uh, hopefully you'll leave us a review wherever you listen to the show. We really love that. Super helpful. Get us, some, get us in front of some fresh earlobes. And if you're a, a super fan of the show, like uh, Jim out there is, uh, and you want to be a super fan too, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy. We will be here every week, and we will be here here twice next week uh, to talk about uh, Punisher in full. That's right. If you haven't watched Punisher, go check it out, and you can listen to our spoiler cast next week, and send us your reviews. I want to know what you guys think of the Punisher. So uh, we'll do that. I guess that's it, Heck Mike. Yeah. We'll, we're out of here. We'll see you next week, buddy. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Cocktails with milk in them are about as far as I'll go.